Welcome to episode number 16. I'm your host, Rupali Monga, and thank you so much for taking out your precious time to listen to today's episode. I'm so excited to have you here, and I cannot wait for you to dive into today's topic, which is your audience is starving for more. What are you waiting for? All right, so let's go ahead and dive right in. Hey, hey, so you may or may not know, but your audience, whoever that is that follows you, even if it's 10 people, right, on social media, even if it's five people on your email list, it really doesn't matter. But whoever it is that follows you is starving for more from you. And you may or may not even know it. And if you know it, Great. This episode is going to be a reminder of why you need to, you know, provide more to them to really help them solve their problems, number one, and serve them at a higher level. And number two, to increase your own cash flow as an entrepreneur. And if you don't know that your audience is starving for more, well, this is going to be a great episode for you because it's going to really show you kind of the ins of what your market is looking for and why does that even matter and what to do with it. Okay. So let's talk about that. So before I get into that, I want to share a quick backstory about uh, with you about where this is all coming from. So, um, earlier this year, now, depending on when you're listening to this right now, I'm shooting this in May, 2019. So earlier this year, I decided to make a transition from my previous business into a new business. So before I was doing one-on-one client work, um, working with, you know, these amazing women who own, uh, small businesses and really working with them one-on-one to help them grow their businesses using smart digital marketing strategies. So it's all one-on-one client work. And, you know, in my opinion and my experience, really, what I've realized is because I've moved away from that business model, mainly because I had, I had a baby last year. And so, you know, a big transition in my life. And I decided I want to move away from one-on-one client work just because for what I want in my life, it wasn't aligning anymore. Um, given, you know, how time consuming it was for me particularly. So in my experience, when you're doing one-on-one client work, it's easier to go to market because there's a, not a lot of upfront work, right? You can get straight to the marketing and, you know, outlining your programs along before you start selling it. As long as you have a general idea of what your coach or consult your clients on, that's all you really need. And then you can craft your programs and services along the way as you're coaching and consulting them. That's at least how I did it. And personally, I think that's the best way to do it because you're not, so you're not spending a whole bunch of time, you know, creating stuff and Instead, you're out there marketing, selling your programs and services, and most importantly, help helping people that you want to help, right? Helping them solve their problems. So with one-on-one client work, that's kind of how I approached it. And I felt like it's so, it was so much easier than what I'm um, doing now, what in terms of the upfront work. So I've now moved into more of creating products. So packaging up my knowledge, experience, skills into products so I can share them with the world. So I can serve more people and have more impact on people, right? And 
I think it takes a lot more planning and work up front when you're in the online space where you're, you know, selling your program services. This is mainly for obviously people that are selling service-based stuff and even physical product stuff for that matter. Um, but it takes a lot more work when you're, you know, selling products uh, versus um, selling, you know, one-on-one client coaching, right? Right? Because it takes time to actually create the stuff. Um, and I didn't realize this until I actually started doing this. So when earlier this year, I decided to transition away from that business and start a new business, I also decided to change my markets. Before I was working specifically with female entrepreneurs uh, in general, and now I'm working with female entrepreneurs with kids, mainly because what I have learned in my own journey, being a mom and being an entrepreneur, we have very unique challenges that other people just don't. And so I feel so passionate about this. And this is who I resonate with, right? And I know that there's so many pain points and problems with this particular market that I'm currently going through. And I want to share with the world, with these amazing women, what I'm doing and what other incredible women are doing to overcome these problems and grow their impact, build their legacy, and you know pursue their passions and dreams while raising a family. So when I decided to transition into this new market and move away from the one-on-one client work, you know, I had to really start getting clear on what am I going to offer them, right? How am I going to solve their problems? What do they need? And that's when I decided to actually start speaking to women entrepreneurs with kids, just getting on a phone with them, right? And asking them very specific questions around their pain points, their challenge, their frustrations, what their dream day looks like, you know, and what do they want, What are they looking for to help them solve their problems as they build their business and raise a family? Got a lot of great information. And then I decided on crafting an offer, right? Something that I know would actually help them. But what happened was as I was, I didn't create the whole offer because again, I'm a I'm a big believer in trying to minimize the amount of time that you spend on creating everything perfectly up front and instead focusing that time on getting out there, speaking to your market, generating interest and seeing whether whatever it is that you would create would actually make an impact on people and if people would actually buy it, right? Um, so I decided on creating this one particular offer, which was a 21 day challenge that was going to help these women, you know, convert their content that they were, they were creating. Cause that's a big problem, right? Creating content that actually ends up bringing you your dream clients and customers, but something was missing. I wanted to give more. And, you know, for me, I personally value quality over quantity and may, and that may not be for everyone, but that's what's important for me, right? But at the end of the day, it all boils down to what you're giving and offering to your dream customers and, and clients. So I decided on, instead of going into this new market with a, just a 21 day challenge, I decided to write a book, a book, because in this book, I can address almost all of the pain points, challenges frustrations, needs, wants, and everything that my market is looking for and that I know will help them go from point A to point B, 
point A being unhappy, sad, overwhelmed, frustrated, to B being, you know, happy, joyful, um, feeling inspired, motivated, and most importantly, having tangible and practical tools, tips, advice, strategies to move their business forward, right? And I realized that that is something that would be so much more powerful for where these women are in their businesses to get them to point B, right? And that's when I decided to write the book and go into market with that book first. And, you know, it was going great writing this book, came to an end. And then when I was finishing up the book at the end, I thought to myself, okay, great. Now I'm going to actually invite them into my challenge, right? They've read this book. I'm going to invite them into my challenge. And then I thought, I paused for a second. I thought, but there are so many women that are going to be reading this book that may not even be ready for this challenge, right? So I'm, I'm going to be offering them something for people that are at step eight and now need to get to step 10. Is this really the next best logical step for everyone that's reading this book? Is this offer, this challenge offer that I've decided on, on really aligning with where most of my audience is currently at in their life and business? And, you know, when I was asking myself these questions, I thought to myself, yes and no, right? There's an order to things. When you're building a business, there's an order to things, right? There's a lot of personal stuff. There's a lot of mindset stuff. And there's a lot of stuff in business that has to be done logically and in order for you to get to certain steps, right? So for me to offer someone this challenge and creating content, that might be great for some people, but for many people, it's like way advanced than where they already are, right? And so that when I started asking myself these questions and I started thinking, you know, what about everyone that's at step one to seven? And they're not even at the stage of where they, they are creating content, right? Maybe they don't even know what they're offering or maybe they do, but they're not clear on their market. And there's so many steps to it, right? Am I going to just forget about them? Am I going to just let them figure it out on their own? Am I going to just leave them hanging, right? Am I really going to be living up to the vision I've set out to make a profound impact on my dream audience of customers who want more from me? No, I won't be. I'll actually be leaving a lot of people behind. And from a business perspective, I would also be leaving a lot of money on the table. So that's when I decided that my content to convert challenge, that 21-day challenge that I had initially thought that I was going to offer, is actually not the right next best logical step for my dream audience. Right? And I went back to the drawing board and looked at those top 20 interviews again. But this time, I looked at it from the angle of, okay, I have this book, right? What would be the next best logical step for my audience that's more inclusive of my dream audience, right? So I'm not forgetting about people along the way, right? Because again, for me, my vision is to really help as many women entrepreneurs with kids build amazing, wonderful, thriving businesses while raising their families, right? So what can I create? What can I offer them as a next step that will be more inclusive, that will help more people and make a bigger impact? And also from a business perspective, not leave money on the table, right? So as an entrepreneur, you, all, you always want to be thinking about that part as well. 
So the reason why I share this with you is because I kind of wanted to walk you through my thought process and my journey of how I have decided to create my offers. And hey, by the way, as you can tell, it, it wasn't a perfect process, right? Sometimes you will have to go back to the drawing board. Sometimes you will need to pivot a little bit along the way. The whole point is, is that you're crafting something, you're creating something, or you're giving something to your audience that will really give them more, give them what they want because they are starving for more from you. So what I want you to think about is this, right? If you, again, if you already have an audience, even if that's 50 people on your social media channels, maybe it's 10 people on your list, or maybe you don't even have a list. It doesn't matter. If you have human beings following you on some type of platform, that's where you start, right? And the first step always is identifying your dream audience, right? And how do you do that? you interview people. You think about, you know, who is it that you'd want to serve? What is it, first of all, that you, you even would want to offer them, right? At least have a rough idea about, about that and start going out there and just speaking to people. That is the easiest way, right? Interviewing them. Best way to find out what your dream audience wants. And then what I like to do is pull out the patterns, and I personally do with the grid chart. I'll map it out in a grid chart to see what the patterns were from the interviews. And that gives me massive clarity on what are the biggest pain points that I can focus on to help solve in my offers that I'm creating. And from that point forward, whatever you create should cater to your dream customers' desires, needs, and wants. Whether it's offers that you're putting out there, whether it's content that you're publishing, it doesn't matter. It should always address that grid chart or that, you know, whatever it is that you created to get clarity on what your target market needs, it should always be addressing those things, right? So whatever you're doing in business right now, I want you to think about, are you giving them what they want? Right? Again, even if you have a really small list or small following, are you giving them anything? Are you offering them something to help them solve a problem? It could be something basic if you're just getting started or if you, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, well, probably I haven't even started a business yet, yet. I want to, but I haven't even started, right? It could be something basic when you're just getting started as long as that whatever that thing is, is something that is solving a pain point or problem for your market, right? Something that you know that your people want. If so, Great. This is the place to get started. If you're already doing this, awesome, because this is the first step. If you're not, then that would be the first step that you want to do. And if you've been doing it for a while, let's say you've been in business, you're already offering something to your market, then it might be time for you to look deeper and see what other areas does, do your dream audience, your dream customers, what do they need help with? What else can you offer to them? How else can you help them? And, you know, in marketing lingo, we call this a value ladder. You know, what is your value ladder? What additional products, programs, and services can you offer them where you can serve them at a higher level? And as a business owner, also increase your cash flow from your, from your existing customer base. Your people want more from you. Better yet, they are starving for more from you. They're looking to you for help to help them solve their problems. And there's a reason why they've connected with you right? Because if it's not you, then who? There is so much opportunity out there. And if you just take some time to speak to people, they'll tell you what they want if you have no idea. What you have to give to the world matters. And by you not giving what you have to give, you're doing a disservice to all the people out there that need you. So what are you waiting for? 
Remember, 1% of daily progress leads to 365% progress by the end of the year. You don't need to go fast. You just need to make it happen. Well, well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I hope this episode sparked at least one idea or thought or something in your mind that will inspire you to actually serve your audience at a higher level. Even if you're just getting started or you've been in business for a while, it doesn't matter. Your audience is starving for more. They need you. They need what you have to offer. They need your voice. They need your help. So get out there and also hit me up on Instagram because I would love to know if you feel stuck in some area that's holding you back from serving your audience at a higher level, giving them more. I would love to know. So hit me up at at underscore. And also, if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave me a review and let me know how's it going if you've been listening to my episodes and take a screenshot of this episode and go ahead and share it on your social channels if you think anyone else can benefit from listening to this episode as well. Have a great day and I'll see you in the next episode.